0: By for action. Greenhill, I am on a battle station. Anything can happen in the next hour.
1: Welcome to episode 488 of the Paranautical Rock Show. My name's Armitage and I'm back in the studio playing your music that you should hear on the radio, but don't... <laughs> The Stooges and TVI from the Funhouse album, a record that if you claim to love music, you will own. How many of us, when we go around someone's House for the first time, gravitate to their record collection? mohead debut album on Chiswick with the logo in silver, check. Beatles, please please, please me, mono gold labels, I'm gonna steal that. Ramones, leave home with Cabana, not glue, excellent. Phantasmagoria. Did you steal it from your little sister? Oh, it's the white vinyl version with the free 12-inch Veloise on blue. That's all right, then. Actually, all joking apart, Phantasmagoria is a great album. As you're already aware, the time the dams spent on Chiswick to Bronze is my favourite era. However, once signed to MCA, the dams seemed to become uber-professional. Even the live performance was suddenly slick. First time I saw this lineup was Down in Brighton, with only Grimly Fiendish and released that day Shadow of Love which was odd for a Wednesday being the only two tracks that had been heard from the forthcoming album Alright Is It A Dream had been played down in Exeter a year earlier when Captain was still in the band but there'll come a day and this one Street Of Dreams which is still played today were relatively unknown Two bands that I'd love to see play together live were Hanoi Rocks and The Damned. The only time that this happened was on uh, Channel 4 TV programme The Tube. The only other penciled-in gig was going to be at the Newcastle Mayfair in October '84 with a Sid Presley experience in support. But with only one captains in this gig under Roman's belt, the band pulled out, leaving Hanoi to headline with Johnny Thunders as support. Talking to Johnny Thunders... Remarkable Records are all set to release their third Johnny Thunder's 1978 set of recordings. This time round, it's a full album in the form of So Alone, that was remastered from the original Source audio tapes that were recently found at the plant that pressed the original album. It's a double album, with the second LP containing, for the first time on vinyl, the unreleased title track, So Alone, A cover of Mark Boland's The Wizard, which Johnny recorded as a potential B side, along with two non album single tracks Dead or Alive, Johnny's debut solo single, and for the first time in any format since his original release, the single edit of You Can't Put Your Arms Around a Memory, including its B side, Hurting. Did I mention the 16 page booklet? Is Dead or Alive? To overlook Killer Kane's work after he left, in. it's easy to overlook Killer Kane's work after he left the New York Dolls. As a Heartbreakers did such a great job headlining, grabbing more often than not for the wrong reason. Kane, however, played bass with the band formed by Sid Vicious, joined the Idols with Jerry Nolan, and the Corpse Grinders with Rick Rivers, who Sylvain Sylvain replaced in the as yet unnamed New York Dolls. The first thing Arthur Kane did when he left the Dolls was form the Killer Kane Band, with Blackie Lawless, who in 1975 had replaced Johnny Thunders in a Floundering Dolls tour of Florida. The Killer Kane Band only released one single, Mr. Cool, that was back with Long Woman and Don't Need You on the Whiplash record label. However, it's just been re-released on Hosick Records, which will set you back about $13 if you want it shipped from the States. But it does include the dreaded download card. Here's the aforementioned don't need you. <laughs> the New York Dolls for a tad longer. I hope you've been watching vinyl. I know some fair criticism has been levelled at parts of it, notably Peter Grant looking positively anorexic and Robert Plant sounding like Dick Van Dyke in Mary Poppins. However, John Bonham looked seriously the part, as did uh, Jimmy Page. Well, from behind, uh, he had the moves and the clothes. But the New York Dolls and the Velvet Underground seem to be spot on. Whoever did the research needs an award, as uh, the on-screen band's look like the real deal normally in these cases they look nothing like what they're supposed to leaving fans cringing i know it's a fictional story interspersed with real incidents but i'm really enjoying it let's hope it doesn't crash and burn as the series progresses but who the hell are the Nasty Bits supposed to be. The songs played by the Nasty Bits on the show, whose lead singer, Kip Stevens, played by James Jagger, backed by the Beach Fossils, are real 1970s songs that were originally recorded by proto-punk band Jack Ruby. I guess we'll find out as the series progresses, or not. Here are Jack Ruby and Bored Stiff.
0: Bored Stiff when I was my baby. Bored Stiff No, I ain't gonna do it to you even if you pay me!
1: Now, I'm a big advocator of uh, judging a band or a musician on their individual merits. Yes, of course, there are some bands, I'll buy everything they release, ignoring the fact that sometimes it's not as good as previous material. You should see some of the albums, I own Boomania by Betty Boo, because of the production, and uh, a couple of altered images, albums, as David Band did the artwork. The point I'm trying to make here is uh, nothing wrong in only liking one piece of work by an artist, and nothing after, and, and indeed before, for me, a band that highlights this is Motley Crue, as I only like their Dr. Feelgood album. Everything before it felt cringy. It's the second time I've used "cringy" this week. Anyway, and uh, everything after it didn't live up. Uh, last year's Cease and Desist only just registered on my radar. Well, couldn't really avoid reading about it. Plus, The Dirt was an excellent read, even if in the first print run they had Razzle as being finished. <laughs> the tracks on this week's show so far have been a few years old all right quite a few years old i'll better get on with some new music first up are the prophets of addiction with as we fall which to these ears is very much a 69 eyes vibe going on the prophets of addiction and as we fall taken from there reunite the sinners cd which is due out everywhere on the 15th of april even if i've had a copy since last summer so not really new like i said to be honest i did get mixed up with for a moment with the cruel intentions who sound like this (coughs) after the cruel intentions were the yorkshire rats with trouble city which is most definitely new another track which is super new is i'll see you tonight by los pepes from their new album all over now which is due to hit the real and virtual record stores on the wonder label in may the band played yesterday yesterday being the 26th of february future and non wall radio listeners up at nambuca in holloway road which i missed as i'm still recovering from flu virus i picked up at the death i'm assembly pipeline gig last saturday however the band will be at the pipeline supporting the generators this friday coming up which you'll probably miss as well <laughs> Yes, I'd better put everyone out of their misery and announce the winner of the Black Halos of the Violent Years Red Vinyl Competition. The question was, name a Canadian band that Black Halos guitarist Rich Jones hasn't played with. Obviously, there was only a few correct answers. Ones received were Robin Black, the Guess Who, Backman Turner Overdrive, April Wine, Tragically Hip, Loverboy, Sun won. my personal favourite, William Shatner, I would love to see. Rich playing guitar with William Shatner. Joe Maddox and Lee Love from The Breakdowns and Hit Priest respectively with Rush and Nickelback were disqualified as they posted their answers on Facebook and didn't email me. T's and C's guys, T's and C's. Unlike Glunk Records' Supremo Dom Daly and Ginge Knievel from The Sick Livers who did with Rush and Bare Naked Ladies. And Lee's sparring partner, Austin Rocket, who emailed me with Rich has never been in bum. I wanted Austin to win. Just because you probably knew, I'd have to Google bum. And we all know how badly that could end up. I did, actually. And it's a real bad. Who sound great. Thanks, Austin. But you didn't include your address, your name, and didn't make it to the hat. So the winner is... Bollocks, Tom Daly. OK, Tom, uh, you make sure you're listening to this. Email me with I'm a winner in the subject line, and I'll get it down to you. As you know... The role models are playing the Black Heart on the 18th of April for Jones' birthday with the role models in tow and the just-added Hit Priests. To coincide, the Black Halos are going to release their first in yonks. The tracks are Fossil Fuel, and this one, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, even though it's Ghost Train, it's because it's in German. Uh, it's uh, Geisterbahn 2, Ghost Train 2. Ah. <laughs> As we're in full-on competition mode, I'm going to run another one. I've got a nice little parcel from Andreas Larson of bootleg booze fame that included two hard-action seven inches of hand stripping red backed with tunnel vision, which I playing on, I think, episode 467 anyway. After wishing me well, he said the extra copy was for me to give away. So I'm going to. Of course, a question needs to be fashioned. After much deliberating, the question to win said single, It's just a regular version, for test pressings, tour and club editions, you better join the collectors club, is name of the country hard action come from. Nice and easy. Send your answers to Armitage at the paranoid com with your name and address. Answers on Facebook and Twitter will be laughed at. The winner will be announced in a couple of weeks' time. <laughs> Out this week with a track by Motocycle from their brand new album, Here at B Monsters, catch me if you can, up at the garage on the 4th of May. Until next week, take it easy.